0: stories. How you guys doing? I'm really happy to do these for you because you guys reached out to me via email. If you know my number, you've texted me. When I see you out in public, you're like, man, when's the next more stories coming out? So I I've really been on my uh I stayed on my horse staying in this race because we all need some entertainment. So if you need life coaching, coach JJ37 at gmail.com. Coach JJ37 at gmail.com I can't help you it is not free Um, pricing structure I'll email you back and uh, because there's like three different options we can do Skype we can do face to face I really like the email option it's the cheapest for you and you guys uh, and my we all do if you write somebody a letter you you make sure it's just right before you hit send as opposed to because there's no tone there's no there's no uh, inflection right so that's why I do the emails a lot people say, I don't know how good this is going to go. It goes great. By the time I read what you've emailed me, you mean it. So if shit jumps out at me that doesn't look right, it doesn't look right. Let's get you unstuck. Today I want to talk about uh, a myth, one of the big myths, block out the noise. You can't. (laughs) How many times you hear that as a kid, like at little league baseball or like high school baseball, wrestling match, whatever. Just block out the noise, man. You know what you got to do? You got to block out the noise and find a way to get it. You can't block out the noise. All you can do is get panic-stricken thinking, why can't I block out the noise? You can't turn your damn ear drums off. It's an involuntary muscle. It's, it's a frequency. Sound is a frequency, okay? I know it's an expression also that you want to block out the noise, meaning distractions and what you can take care of you take care of. But people mean block out the noise, literally. People meditate to get to no thought. That's crazy to think you could even possibly pull that off, let alone sit and try it every day for years. You can't not think, it's impossible. All you can do is slow the thoughts down and with a mantra, you just zero in on, as hard as you can, on the one thought, and hopefully the other thoughts kind of fade away you know if i'm saying uh, be still and i and no be still and know that i am the lord be still and know that i am be still and know that be still and know. be still be be and then i go back up the other way that's like a mantra i use when i'm meditating and i just keep honing in on that my mind drifts i go back to that sentence it gets doesn't get rid of thought I, it is a thought you can't not think you can't block out the noise. Anybody that tells you that is they don't know they're an idiot, but they're an idiot. I've said it myself. Until one day I realized it wasn't working for anybody. You go up to home plate, bottom of the ninth, the Yankee Stadium, game seven of the World Series. Just block out the noise. Good luck with that, asshole. You're in the fucking Bronx. Holy shit. What you can do is absorb the noise you can bring the noise in, you can annex it like a country like picture like uh, Russia and Ukraine or like in World War II it was, it was Germany and then Germany bleeds over, you know, into Holland and they bleed into Italy, they wind up taking England and France, like, it's like that, that's what you do with the noise you just make it a part of the experience wow, it's fucking loud in here, these people are fucking crazy, they want me to die this is amazing, that's taking the noise in then it's, your, it's my noise now this is part of my great time. Like, let's say, uh, if I'm, pre- I'm trying to give you a real example. If I need to present, say, at the uh, hypothetically at the Grammys, and I walk out and fucking Oprah's in front of me and Jay Z's in right there, and I just realized the first, the first two most famous people I can think of were black, and that makes me happy. Everybody's right that Tom Cruise's like, Arr! and they're actually yelling at. Just block out the noise. You can't block out them yelling at you, but you can annex it. You can absorb it like shocks. You can bring it in. Think of a mailbox. The noise is like another letter coming. Let's do it. Keep putting the letters in. Because now I'm on stage thinking, this is amazing. Fucking, they're yelling at me. Oprah, Jay-Z, and Tom Cruise. This is crazy great. Because I'm not blocking it out. I'm, I'm, exce- I'm bringing it in, so it's mine. And if I'm afraid, then that's how I bring it in also. There's times I go on stage and I'm really, really fucking nervous for no reason. Or for a reason I have yet to figure out. And when I get up there, like I'm short of breath, like I have to check my nose, like maybe I have a stuffy nose a little bit, but I'm just like anxious. Happens 20% of the time I walk on stage and I don't try to focus of not feeling that way because I fucking feel that way. I can't not feel how I feel. I can only control how I react to how I feel. So I walk on stage and what I do always is, and this will work for you too. How you guys doing? I'm really nervous right now for some reason. I don't know why. I just say that. What do gonna think I'm an asshole? Everybody gets nervous going on stage. Talking in front of a group, you got to give a presentation at work, a Zoom, you got a Zoom meeting, and you got to give a, I don't know, whatever, read a deposition or sell a house, give a quarterly report or whatever on a Zoom, and there's 40 people in the Zoom, you get uncomfortable. It's weird. You're the center of attention. So tell them you feel like it's weird being the center of attention and you're nervous. Then fuck it. Then it has no power. Because everyone feels the same way. No one's going, What's wrong? You, you can't speak publicly in front of people without getting nervous? No, I can't. It's number one fear in the world. you can't tune out the noise. Bring the noise in and just annex the noise. okay? Now when it comes to human beings that's really hard meaning when the noise is coming out of the mouth of another person talking about you to another person that's, you can't do you can't block that noise out either because you can't control what another person says this is the hardest thing for me personally is when I know people are talking shit about me that is not true if it is true that's on me if it's not true I feel like hey you know they say what people say behind your back is none of your business I completely disagree and look it's something I'm still examining for my own map I'm just saying if you're talking shit about me behind my back and that affects me negatively with my business my friends, my family, people I have not met yet, that is my business. That's entirely my business. So I don't believe like Dr. Phil I heard say it. And I really like Dr. Phil. What well, people say behind your back is none of your business. Disagree completely. I've heard it all the time from a lot of people. It's not, I disagree. Kurt Cobain, uh, Nirvana's got a song. I don't care what you think unless it is about me. Right. Like when you're talking about me, it's the only time I give a shit what you're saying. And when it's bad and it affects my business, I got a problem with that. It bothers me. But I'm looking for solutions, and here's one I can share with you that worked for me and alleviated a lot of my frustration of people talking shit about me. The haters, as the kids say, drinking that old haterade. This is going to sound really weird up front, but I have not steered you wrong ever. Okay? Trust me. Trust you. I want you to actually imagine yourself at your funeral in the casket a long time from now. I want you to imagine exactly how you die at 99 or 102 years old. Okay? And that's why everyone's weeping and freaking out. It's important that you really go, okay, how did I die? You you can make anything up. You don't have to like guess how you're going to die. Just make up a random way. You died peacefully in your sleep. You see the way everybody reacts that way. And what they're little small talk to each other at your funeral. Wow, well, it's great. He went to sleep. God, thank God. Right. Yeah, okay. Or if you fucking died, you get hit by a car, you know, everyone's going to be freaking out at your funeral. Like, really picture it. Picture it. Okay. Now, you're buried. It's the funeral's over with. Follow those people home. They talk about you on the way home, right? Right? Okay. Talk about you when they get home? A little bit. Before bed? Yeah. They pray. Next night they pray for you too. About two weeks go by. Maybe they bang out three a week. Prayers for you and your soul. Remember how they were crying at your funeral? They were fucking going crazy crying. Yeah. They're not anymore. What if it's your wife? She meets a new guy. Maybe he died at 40. You're married, you die. What you're afraid of happens. And you know who you are, everybody. You're so afraid of fucking dying, you're never living. So fucking go ahead. Put yourself through the windshield of a car at 40 and be in the casket and see how everyone's absolutely freaking out with grief because you're gone. Now, I want you to follow those people home again. Two weeks after the funeral, are they crying? No. Do they cry when you come up? I don't know. In six months, less likely. A year later, they don't even think about you. Once in a while. Once in a while, they think about you. Five years later, who the fuck are you anyway? They don't give a fuck about you. You're, you're, the, you're the past. You're done. Not only are you done, most of your memories are like, okay, whatever. He's a good guy. Let's move on. He's, she's a good lady. She died a long time ago. Oh, I'm really sorry. No, nah, no, no. Don't worry about it. That's what you that's what people say about you that's a fact. that's what you and I say about people. A week afterwards, oh I'm so sorry, thank you. A year later, I'm so sorry thank you. five years later, I'm so sorry it's fine like let's talk about something else because I don't even I don't even care anymore literally. So five years after your funeral those people aren't thinking about you at all. So how the fuck are people not at your funeral thinking about you after you die? or when you're alive, compared to the one time they said some shit about you. The fuck do you care what that asshole thinks? You're dead. Look how little your loved ones are thinking about you after you die. Now go to the person talking shit about you who wasn't even at your fucking funeral. They didn't, even, they didn't care in the first place. They got their own life. You have no significance to them whatsoever, none. But right now, they're of number one significance to you. It bothers you every day. I'm speaking about myself, too. Mostly. This is to help me when I do this shit to you guys. Get in their brain, mix it up, and come provocative, son. (laughs) You can't block out the noise. You, You can only let it in. It's part of the fucking party, man. This party, eventually, somebody bumps into a turntable and pukes all over themselves. The cops show up, and it gets fucking broken up. And we're all fucking pissed off But then the party starts again And it's great Until it's not Then the party starts again and it's great You get laid You laugh your dicks and tits off with your friends And then they fucking, they leave And it's not so great It just keeps going up and down, up and down, up and down It's a fucking big ass party So that person that talks shit to you In the big party Come on Give the fuck I do believe me I hate it it makes me fucking crazy knowing what I know and I here's the other thing you only know like who knows 25% of what is actually said shit about you when I was going through my divorce the shit that came out I'm like whoa as Robin Harris says brothers you think brothers ain't brothers (laughs) that's who I'm with now it's who I'm with now real talk man I love you guys. So, I don't know why we do it. I don't know why we talk shit about each other. But we can do our best to not do it ourselves. And I do care when you talk about me. It is my business. I really feel how people talk about you behind your back is none of your business. Is not true. That's how I feel. I really believe it. Because it fucking affects us. When you meet somebody for the first time, and a mutual friend has shit talked you for two months, when you meet that person, they don't ever, they never meet you. They never get to meet you because they've already labeled you as that asshole or that fucking that fucking girl that stole my boyfriend. That whore. It's like what the fuck are you guys even talking about? So when you meet that new person, you never meet them, and you're never their friend. You think you are? That's a sin to me. That's in the four agreements. Number one, be impeccable with your word. Impeccability means without sin. And when you shit talk, you're you're sinning against that person. Because you're clouding the experience of that person to whoever you're shit talking them to. I've said this before on past episodes. Like, you and I have the same college class. And the professor, I walk out. You got the class an hour after I do. And we pass each other in the doorway. And I go, this guy's a child molester. The whole hour, you're just looking at the guy going, yeah, he kind of does look like a child, You know what? He definitely. What the fuck? That guy didn't do shit. I just said something stupid. I sinned. That's not being impeccable with your word. So when people are shit-talking us, hey, man, just picture them at your funeral. Picture them a year after your funeral. Picture them five years after your funeral and how little they think about you at all. Now realize people shit-talking you probably aren't going to be at your funeral at all. I hope that helps you because it helped me a lot. And it still fucking bugs me, by the way. It just bugs me less. This is a process. It's a journey. It's a big-ass party. Like, it's okay if you slip up, make mistakes. Just stop beating yourselves up over it. It's okay. I promise. I promise. All right, I love you guys. Peace.